Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Alia Lovely. And I am so happy to be with you today. I'm so happy to be talking to you directly about what it is that we are getting into today. And today's message is not for the faint of heart because we are talking about permission to evolve, permission to change, permission to explore and open ourselves up to different ideas that we have not entertained before, Uh, whether that be external or internal, doesn't matter, that we are humans who are massive change machines. And so because of that, there are some some research that I've been doing about our human experience. And uh, we're going to get into that in a second, but I just want to make a couple of announcements first. I want to let you know that Mystery School is back open. So if you've been waiting to join our community of mystics to talk and find other like-minded people, we're not like-minded people <laughs> to talk about all things uh, weird and spiritual then you can go to patreon.com slash the lovely Leah and join our $25 tier. In addition to that, if you do join, whether you're on that tier or any tier, uh, you can get 50% off of our spiritual shit basics workshop. It's about six hours of all of the spiritual things that are kind of in the, the early stages of learning. I did six workshops on Patreon maybe last year. And uh, those you can get all of those for half off if you're a Patreon member that's this month. So just wanted to give you a heads up about that. Yesterday we did the read, which is my collective group reading uh, for what the energy of the month is. So if that's something you want to tap into as well, join the $10 tier to get a kind of clear idea of where the energy this month is. So besides that, I just want to hop right in. I want to talk about permission to evolve and what is the point of evolution? What is the point of our own expansion? What is the point of this human existence? What is the point of our learning? And we spend a lot of time looking externally in our world for the answers of, you know, what happens to us when we die. That's something I've been asking myself over and over the last few weeks. But besides that, the other questions that we ask about the cosmos and some of you who binge this podcast, this library or Wikipedia of all the information of all things spiritual. And while I think that's really beautiful and I'm really proud of what it is that I built and the work that we've put into it. I am evolving as well. And so in that, I have decided that not today, but soon that spiritual shit podcast will have run its course. And I say that kind of way because it's, it's the end of an era for me. It does not mean that I will not be podcasting anymore. In fact, I have something that I'm working on that I'm very excited about. It's just that it needs its own 
vein. I didn't want to change an existing podcast and take away from what it's been and wanted to give myself an opportunity to reinvent myself and my content, but as I reinvent my own self in my own life. So for me, it's important to be able to evolve and move in a different direction, especially when I feel that I have been expanded through this experience. I think that what's been most important about this podcast is that I was on a very deep and vast spiritual exploration. And in my awakening, I thought, I'm a philosopher. I would like to ask every question that there is possible (laughs) on spirituality to understand more and more and more and get and grapple with the ideas that I have struggled with maybe my whole life. And what's really interesting about that is the more that I knew or found out or understood or um, listened to, the less I knew. Now hear me on that because it seemed that to the, the, the ends of all of the information that I could find, every expert that I had on the show had wonderful things to say. It didn't actually give me deeper clarity. I had some semblance of where my beliefs fell on the scale, but ultimately I am a serial agnostic. (laughs) I still don't know what I don't know. So it's difficult for me to come to some sense of final resolve about what it is that I actually think or believe because I can interview the next person and they'll say something completely different. And that was the journey, right? That the journey was really special, getting to explore every facet of everyone else's experiences, including my own. And so what's really cool about being a human is that we're change machines. <laughs> we're in the process of evolution over and over and over again. And I talked to this about in my workshops and I talked to this with my mystery school that we, with each manifestation that we bring forth in our life, we become expanded. And in that expansion, we then desire something else, something different. We either become bored or full of whatever it is that we've been you know, seeking out. And at some point we want something different. We want something to change. And so with the, you know, the shakeup of having, losing my aunt uh, last month really was interesting because it was, it was so painful, first of all, because it was such a, it happened out of nowhere, you know, no explanation, no real way to put your feet on the ground around it. And I'm obviously still grieving, but there was this, this gift that came out of it, this process of being able to look at life and say, I've spent three years taking all the time to ask the questions and try to give people deeper clarity around what I think happens when we die and what, what happens in the cosmos, what happens in the stars. How can we get a deeper understanding of this? And I'm nowhere closer to knowing truly what that is. And it's not to say that the work was in vain. This exploration was necessary and needed. And I think it helps a lot of people to be able to ask themselves those questions. But then the question that I hadn't asked yet was, you know, I obviously asked a lot of times what happens when we die. We want to know what's happening in the unknown. But what happens when we live? That is a question I've never asked myself up until now. 
And then, you know, upon having this like really intense debate with my partner, which is awesome because it was so expansive, I had the opportunity to ask him, what is a good life? And what that, that, that phrase rung in my ears for a while. What is a good life? What does it mean to have a good life? Why is it important that we have a good life? Why is a good life good enough? Do we have a great life, the best life, the fullest life? What does that mean? And how does it drive what it is that we desire to have in our life? Now, all of you know that I am a manifestation, you know, junkie. <laughs> uh, I love the topic. I love the understanding of it and how it works, the nuance-ness of it. But I started to think about, okay, well, you know, if we're trying to draw certain things into our life and we don't understand what a good life is, the things that we're trying to manifest may not be good for our life. They may not make us happy. Now, it is in my belief that happy is not the only emotion that you're meant to experience in this life. And uh, we all know that, but it seems that that's the only one that seems valuable to everyone. And so I don't want to use happy as a measurement anymore for my life because happiness is fickle. It's a feeling. And if I'm unsure that my life is any good, then I'll use happiness, a feeling to determine that and think that I need to continue to manifest and run after something more and more and more with no end in sight. So what is a good life? If I understand that my top five things that I desire to have in my life are met, then at some point I start to feel, or at least if I observe this, satiated with my life. There are plenty of people out there who have incredible lives to the outside world but are not happy. And so it's possible that some of the things that we're asking for, the manifestations that we want to call into our life, are not necessarily going to make us happier. You know, say it's a job that you want, I really want this job and you're finding that you can't get this job and you, you over and over and over figure out that, you know, oh, once again, I've been rejected from this job that I really, really want. It's all I've ever wanted. But that job actually is in conflict with the top five things that make you believe that you'll have a good life. So for instance, if you want autonomy, freedom is really big for you. And this job is going to provide you financial security which is also in your top five, but it's in conflict with one of your higher priorities, which is freedom. Then you might find it's difficult to achieve that manifestation because it's in direct conflict with your top five core values of what a good life to you is. So perhaps there's another perspective, another way to achieve that, but we can't know that if we don't actually observe it. And so I've been doing a lot of work in the last few weeks really trying to define and break that down, what that looks like. Now, I'm not going to spill it all today because it's going to come out in a giant workshop that I'm going to release um, in this holiday season. But ultimately, asking myself, what is a good life to me, gave me the answer of what drives my manifestations. So currently, because I imagine that they change throughout your life, currently, my top five are time with my family, um, my passions being achieved, creativity, um, being able to express or be inspired by things, travel, whatever, romantic love, whether that be for my partner or myself, <laughs> you can be romantic with yourself. Okay. 
and then financial security. So in order to have a good life, I have my top five that sit there and deem what is important on a priority list of what I would like to manifest. Everything else is just frosting. Everything else is just extra. It's not to say that you can't call those other things into your life, but if they're not in your top five, are they making your life better? Are they in conflict with what it is that you want, you desire or want? So either way, I'm in this space of, of thinking about that a lot and trying to figure out if I can discern that my life is actually good, then I'm not without. And boy, what that does for your energy, the the release that it finds, the, the pressure that you feel, the I have to keep running, I have to keep doing, I need to do this and whatever in order to be happy. And happiness is fleeing. If you're always chasing happiness, you'll never be happy. So what does it mean to evolve? For me, this is the process of reinvention. Looking at my life and seeing, okay, what, what do I desire against what I think is good for me, for my life? And so in this process, I'm developing a new concept for this new podcast that I'm coming out with at some point this year. <laughs> And it doesn't mean that spiritual shit ends today, just at some point. But I wanted to give myself space to not be boxed in anymore by a name or a genre even. Spirituality is super important to me. No one can refute that. But I found that in my, my seeking for spirituality that I had forgotten my actual human life, that I forgotten the importance of being present and the relationships that are important to me and, um, connecting to nature and not looking so far into the future. I forgot that being a human is hella magical, beautiful experience. And in my you know, speaking with atheists and Buddhists and spiritualists and new age and whatever, that no one really knows what happens when we die. No one really knows if we're aliens or not. <laughs> no one really knows if this is a simulation or not. And so because of that, like we just are left to our beliefs, which are just that. So, and, and, and I'm not trying to, to get at anybody today or anything like that. It's just that like in that searching, I find that I'm spending a lot of energy given to a lot of questions I can't answer. And it's great for perspective. It's beautiful to lean into those things. And I loved it. I loved it. I love it. I'm always going to be the person asking a thousand questions, <laughs> but in order to, for my life to be a good life, I need to be able to expand and continue to be inspired by new things. So for yourself, if you're in a space where, you know, you're starting to feel like things are, you're, you're outgrowing something, you're essentially the butterfly in the cocoon and you spend a lot of time munching on branches, you spend a lot of time in the cocoon developing what it is that you would like to do essentially. And so that way you could fly. But if you have wings, you don't stay in the same place. 
And I think I just got my wings. And I don't, I don't mean that in a, you know, to degradate the work that we've done so far. It's just that, like, I'm ready to do something else. Not quite something else. It'll be very similar. <laughs> but I don't identify even with the name spiritual shit anymore. It's, it's, it, it almost feels juvenile or immature to me now. I've seen a bunch of people copy the podcast name or whatever. And then like, oh, now I need something else. I want to do something different. Hyper individual person, right? Uh, I know that a lot of you have come to me and said, I found the podcast because of the name. And I knew that. I knew that that would get a lot of people's attention. It's shock value. It makes it, you know, so it's more relatable and so on. And that's great. And I'm so glad that if you've got a chance to listen to this podcast, if you are even one person who's listened to one episode, I'm so thankful that you're here. I'm so thankful that you allowed me to be a part of your journey and your life and in any facet capacity that this podcast has served. I'm really, really thankful for that. It's just now I think I've grown up and I think that we are allowed to do that. And if you're in your life right now where you're starting to feel like you have outgrown something, a relationship, a job, a situation, you know, a way that people used to talk to you, boundary, whatever, if you've outgrown that, that you have permission to evolve. You have permission to be someone else. You have permission to, to redefine what looks like a good life for you and go after that. And if you find that you've been stuck or feeling stuck for a, a little bit, maybe this is your call. I've been in this kind of funny space in the last couple of weeks where uh, everything that I have thought, not everything, but like pretty poignantly things that I have thought about then happening almost at light speed behind the thought. And I thought, oh, this is kind of weird. A good example is, is that um, one of our family members came over and they're kind of critical. <laughs> and I remember thinking, I don't want them to come upstairs because I don't want them to see that I put Veda in a big girl bed. Now, my daughter is 17 months old, and she sleeps in a big girl bed. We just thought, you know, she was ready. She's really tall. Like, this is fine for her. And we've never, ever had to worry about her falling out of the bed. She's very good about her surroundings and her awareness and so on. Anyway, and I thought, I don't want them to come up here because I don't want them to criticize and think that, oh, you know, worry or say, oh, she's going to fall out of the bed or whatever. Just that simple thought. That night, Veda fell out of the bed. <laughs> And I felt horrible. And I thought, that's super weird. I just thought, what if that had happened? Um, several other instances that had happened all week that I was like, wow, that's really weird. I just thought of that. And then it happened. And I thought maybe this is a part of my evolution process. I've changed. I've opened myself up. There are things that I believe or don't believe anymore or um, that I've rested into or released or let go of that have shown me just how powerful I am. I started to, I started to think this has been kind of long time coming, almost like almost a year where I've started to re, I've started to change my language about the way I speak about the universe. And I'm more in the belief thought that the universe is me and I am it. And, you know, in general ways, like most people think that, but when we talk about the universe or God or our angels or our guides and whatever, where we often put them in a place higher than ourselves and outside of ourselves. When I think I am coming to the conclusion that 
maybe, maybe it's just us. Maybe we're the guide. Maybe there's a part, a part, higher part of our consciousness connected to the universe that is also the angel incarnate or whatever. Who knows? Maybe we have the connection to that, 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 that makes us it. That maybe there's no need to pray to some outside entity that it's within, it's been within us all along. And the reason why I say that is because it is the shift that I'm feeling of, and, and maybe, maybe it's a collective shift. I don't even know, but if it is that, that there's this part of us that no longer needs the answers from the outside anymore, rather we need them from ourselves. We need to know that we are living our most authentic self, our most authentic life, our most authentic version of whatever it is that we want to put into the world. And perhaps maybe that's what people mean by living life to the fullest. The biggest regret I saw on some research of people who are at the end of life is saying that they wish that they had been more true to themselves. And that's a regret I am not going to have. I want in every facet and every stage of my life to be as true to myself as I can be. That I wouldn't have held back because someone didn't approve. That someone wouldn't like what I said. Whatever. I've noticed that with my podcast, my family doesn't really listen to much of it and which is fine. Uh, it's just that like the, the, even the name puts them off. And I thought, you know, I was in my rebellion period. Like, you're not going to tell me what to say or listen to or whatever. And just to see how that, that energy of that rebellion doesn't serve me anymore. I'm past that part. I've grown out of that. I don't need that anymore. And I think that we've kind of all shifted as a collective as well. It used to be kind of cool to be like, mm, spiritually, you know, like, like to be irreverent for something. Uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. But like there is this this part of us that changes when we grow, when we're not pressing against our trauma, our oppression, uh, other people's perspectives, when we are finished with trying to prove something to someone else trying to prove things to an outsider world and instead being able to gather what's within us to release anything that we're trying to do and just be, be who we are to stop chasing after our tail and cycle after cycle after cycle to become something we're not. Not everybody is meant to do the same thing. We compare ourselves constantly. And what it does is it stifles our involvement. We can't really authenticate who we're meant to become and why we came here in the first place if we can't really be ourselves. No one else can be you. You are wholly unique. And every change you incur on this human experience be it pleasant or not, is for your involvement. And if you're into manifestation like I am, then giving yourself the opportunity to really reflect on what, what, which of those manifestations are actually going to make your life any better. I'll give you an example. Uh, I would like to have a Tesla 500 which I, I laugh at that because I don't know if that's a car or not. <laughs> I know Tesla's a brand. I don't know if they have a car named 500, but stay with me here. And if that's the case, 
What do I need to do to get that? Well, I might have to work more hours. I might have to take out more credit. I might have to do a lot of other things that would require a lot more of my time. And if the car doesn't fit into my top five of what makes my life a good life, then I might be stressing myself out to have something that doesn't actually make my life better. Hear me on that. Because there may be things that we're trying to manifest that don't actually make our life better. Maybe it's just, you know, so we can tick a box. Maybe we're happy with it for a little bit. But if we want to actually expand and evolve, we need to be really honest with our authentic selves and say, is this my authentic desire? Or is this what society told me I need to have or do or be or whatever? Giving yourself that self-audit. Authentic desires are the ones that come from within you. The ones that you know in your heart, this is something that I need. This is something I desire. This is something I would love. This is something that would make me super happy. This is something that would bring me joy and so on. And inauthentic desires is, I feel like I'm without if I don't have it. I feel like uh, I'm not good enough if I don't have it. I need that Gucci purse, blah, 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 and wear these shoes and whatever the thing is. It can be anything really. In order to impress so-and-so, to feel like I belong. Those are inauthentic desires that don't actually make your life any better because the Joneses will move on and get something else and you will feel like you need to keep up. So what do you really want? Have you taken the time to sit down and go, okay, what are my five things? What's important to me? What are the, on the top priorities besides basic needs? We all know that we need our basic needs met, but what's really important to you? And let those five things be then the driving force of what you're trying to manifest. So you can love the life you have while manifesting the life that you want. I've loved my journey with all of you. I've loved what this podcast has done in the world. And I'm excited about the way in which we're moving forward. And just to be clear, this is not the last episode. We have uh, (laughs) a backlog of episodes still to go on for some more of the year, but I'm ready to spread my wings and really fly. This was like a good, a good test run, you know, (laughs) but either way, I hope that it's helped you immensely and helped you in your evolution process. And, uh, wherever we're moving towards, like, I'm going to be talking a bit more about manifestation, about the human experience, about the magic of life. And not as much about exploring the magic of the universe. Uh, Well, it will be the magic of the universe because it will be us. (laughs) We are the universe. But you know what I mean? Like, I want to help people with the tangible things that they can see happening right now. It's amazing to be able to explore all the existential topics. and, And it was so cool. It's just that like, okay, well. I've done all the exploring I can really do at this point. So I hope that you'll join me on my journey of starting basically from scratch, (laughs) Uh, starting a new podcast. I'll announce it when it's time, when it's uh, ready to come out and everything like that. But I have a lot of work ahead of me to develop something new in a way that I would like to help and reach more people. So I would love it if you would join me on that journey and help me continue to put good out in the world as much as I can. So I love you and I hope that in whatever area of your um, spiritual journey you're at, that you welcome it, you allow it to 
change you from the inside out. And then you come and join me on this path of figuring out now, what is a, what does a good life look like? What does it look like to be a magic human? To really appreciate our process of consciousness here in this grand experiment, if it is an experiment at all, <laughs> and find ways to, to love our life now more than we ever could have. So I hope you like this episode. Please share it with someone you love and I will see you in the next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Aaliyah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you.